Shalom to all. Today's office of Mamas Asadi Zion. We are starting halfway through the daf with a brand new parak. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarabas, Rabbi Yaakov, Maisha, Hurt, Nishama, Shadav, and Aliyah, and Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yachmil, Mardachai, and Rabchaim, his Nishama, Shadav, and Aliyah. Now we know that a man is not allowed to marry or have relations with the relatives of his wife. However, that's limited to his wife. It's not us for him to marry a relative of a woman with whom he had relations but didn't actually marry. So the Mishnah tells us, he is allowed to marry the relative of a woman whom he was Ma'anis or Mefata, someone whom he violated or seduced, but if he is Ma'anus or Mufata, a relative of his wife, so then he's Chayiv. Furthermore, a person is allowed to marry a woman who is seduced or violated by his father, or a woman who is violated or seduced by his son, whereas Rabbi Huda does not allow this in the case of a father. By a son, he agrees with Tanakama, but if this is Anusus Avim, Rafutas Aviv, so then he argues with Tanakama and he says that it's Asr. I think Mara tells us, we just learned in a Mishnah, what we also learned in a Brisa. Anas Isha, if a man was Ma'anis, a woman, Lisa Bita, he's allowed to marry her daughter. But Nasa Isha, if he married a woman, Azar Lisa Bita, he's not allowed to marry her daughter. Ask the Gemara for a minute, ask you Sir from Brisa. The Brisa tells us, if a man is rumored to have been with a woman, Azar Bimo Vito Vachaisa, he's not allowed to marry her mother, daughter, or sister. The Gemara answers, Midrabanan. It's only Azar to marry one of these women, Midrabanan, if he was rumored to have been with one of the relatives. However, Midaraisa, he'd be allowed to marry her. The Gemara asks, Does it really make sense that if there's an Isra for him to marry her, our mission is going to say that Lechatchila, you're allowed to marry her. We're not going to use the Lashon of Lechatchila because Midrabanan, it's still us to marry her. So Gemara says, no, Kitanamas Our mission is talking about a case of after death, after this woman whom he was rumored to have been with died. So then, Lechatchila, he's allowed to marry one of her relatives. And now the Gemara asks, how do we know that he's allowed to marry the relative of a woman whom he was Ma'anis or Mafata? The Tanabanan, because we have a Brisa, but Kula Nemar Shchiva, regarding all the Arais, it says the word Shchiva, Ish Asher Yishkav, or some other Lashon of Shchiva, but the Kan Nemar Kicha, regarding all these women, relatives of his wife, it says a lashon of kicha, of taking. Meaning to tell you, it's only also to be with these women, relatives of his wife, if there's likuchen, if there's a kiddushin over here. But if there was no kiddushin, he was just ma'anes, this woman, so then he is allowed to marry one of the relatives. Now, I'm really a papa labai, papa asked abai, if that's really so, by his sister, it says in the pasuk, and that pasuk is telling us that he's not allowed to be with his sister. Does that mean it's only also for him to marry his sister, give her kiddushin, but he's allowed to lay with her der shchiva? Obviously not. A person's not allowed to be with his sister, whether it's der shchiva or der kicha. So how could you use this word kicha to explain that we're talking about kiddushin? So Amr he answered him, It says the word likuchin many times in the Torah. When it's appropriate to apply that word to be talking about kiddushin, kicha, so then we apply it to mean that. And when it's appropriate to be talking about a shchiva and not a kiddushin, so then we apply it to that. Now Rav Amr, he says, If a man is my eyes, a woman, he's allowed to marry her daughter, we know that from here. Except the Pasuk says, don't reveal the erva of the daughter of your daughter or the daughter of your son. What do we learn from here? He would be allowed to reveal the erva, meaning he would be allowed to marry his wife's daughter's daughter or his wife's son's daughter. But Uksiv another Pasuk says, don't reveal the erva of a woman and her daughter as don't marry her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter. So we see from another Pasuk that he's not allowed to marry his wife's granddaughter. How do we understand the seeming stira? One talk about a case of Einstein, one talk about a case of Nisun. If he was Ma'anis, a woman, so he is allowed to marry her relatives, namely her daughter or her daughter's daughter or son's daughter. But if he married a woman, so then he's not allowed to marry her relatives. The Gemara asks, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe if he married a woman, he is allowed to marry her relatives, but if he was Ma'anis, a woman, he's not allowed to. The Gemara says, no, Arayas, She'er, Ksevehu. It says the word She'er by Arayas. She'er means relatives. When we're dealing with marriage, so then there's relatives there. But when we're dealing with Einstein, that's not considered a relative if he was Ma'anis, a woman, she's not considered his relative, 
and none of her relatives are considered his relatives, so therefore he is allowed to marry one of her relatives if he was Ma'anis her. Now, it's in the Mishnah of Rabbi Yudah Isabar Nusa's offer that if a person's father was Ma'anis a woman, he is not allowed to marry that woman. Am Rav Gidol, Am Rav, my time is Rav Yudah, what's Rav Yudah's reasoning? Because we have a Pasuk that says, Lo aviv. A man is not allowed to take the wife of his father, aviv, and he's not allowed to reveal the robe of his father. What do we learn from here? Aviv the robe that his father saw, namely a woman whom his father lived with, he's not allowed to reveal that robe. Ask more reminds about Nusa Ksiv. Who says we're talking about a Nusa? Who says we're talking about a woman whom his father was Ma'anes? So we answered, because right before that it says in the Pasuk, and that Pasuk's talking about a case where a man is Ma'anes, a woman. So we see from here that the wording of is talking about what was being spoken about in the previous Pasuk, which is a case of Einsen. So Rabbana, and how would they explain these Pesukim? If these two phrases were right next to each other, it would be exactly as you said. If the phrase talking about Anusa and the phrase that says were right next to each other, then that would be the proper Joshua. Hashad loy samachlei. Now that they're not right next to each other, because we have one phrase interrupting, we have the phrase of loyikach ishes ishes aviv, and only then it says loygal kanaf aviv. So we have a phrase interrupting. So we're gonna need it for something else. We need it for Avonu. Damar Avonu. Damar Shmuel. He says mishemeres yavim shal aviv hakasim medaber. The pasuk is talking about the shemeres yavim of his father. Umai kanaf aviv. What does that mean? The kanaf of his father. Kanaf haroy la aviv loygale. The kanaf, the robe which is fitting for his father, that he's not allowed to reveal. This woman is a shemeres yavim of his father, so he's not allowed to reveal her, meaning he's not allowed to live with her. The Gemara says, "What do you need a pasuk for that for?" But typically, Mishum de Why don't we just say the reason why he's not allowed to live with the shemeres yavim of his father is because she's his aunt? So we answer the reason why we need this pasuk is lavar alabishnei lavin to say that he's going to get two lavin if he lives with her. The Gemara asks, "Typically, Mishum yivam alashuk. Why don't we say the reason why he's going to get two lavin is because she has isra yivam alashuk. She has a din of yibam. She has to marry one of her yivamin, and she's not allowed to marry a random man. And the son of one of her yivamin is considered a random man. So we answer lavar alabishleish alavin to say that he would get three lavin to live with her. The by same alternatively la after his father dies. So now she doesn't have zika to his father. Nonetheless, he's not allowed to marry her because of leigala kanaf aviv. And now moving on to Sadi Zayno and Beza on top, the Gemara lists seven riddle-like statements. This woman says that this man, he's my brother from my father, but not my mother. And he's also my mother's husband, and I'm his wife's daughter, which is basically the same thing as mother's husband. Now, Amr Rambacham, Rambacham says, this is not like Rabbi in our Mishnah. Now, how do we have such a case? This case works if a man was Ma'anis, a woman, and had a daughter. This man's son, born to him from a different woman, married this daughter. So her paternal brother married her mother. That wouldn't work according to Rabbi Huda in our Mishnah because Rabbi Huda says a man is not allowed to marry the woman whom his father was Ma'anes. But according to the Tanakhama, this works. We have case number two. A woman says, Ahu uberihu. He's my brother and he's my son. And I'm the sister of the one that I have on my shoulder. Meaning this child of mine which I have on my shoulder, I'm also his sister. How do we have such a case? If we have a non-Jew that had an incestuous relationship with his daughter. This non-Jew had relations with his daughter and had a son. This boy is both a brother and a son of this woman. Case number three, the woman says, Peace unto you, my son. I'm the daughter of your sister. So how do we have such a case? This non-Jew had relations with his daughter's daughter and had a son. This boy is both a son of this woman, but also a brother of his mother's sister. And now moving on to case number four, the Gemara gets a little bit poetic. This being addressed to you people who draw water. We're now posing a riddle to you. This woman says, this one that I'm holding, he's my son, and I'm the daughter of his brother. How do we have such a case? 
his son's daughter. Ananjo had relations with his son's daughter. The child born is both a son of this woman and the brother of her father. Case number five, this woman says, Baya, baya, woe unto me. Me'ach, because of my brother. Vuhu av, and he's my father. Vuhu baal, and he's my husband. Vuhu bar baal, and he's the son of my husband. Vuhu baalo de'en v'ano brate de'intase, and he's the husband of my mother, and I'm his wife's daughter. And v'lo yav pita l'achu yasme, he doesn't give bread to his brothers who are yusaymim, b'nei brate, and these are the children of his daughter. What exactly are we talking about here? The Gemara says, Mishkachas la ba'avikachav ma'abal imai, avikachav v'manandju was bail his mother, v'halinu manabas, and he had a daughter from her, v'chazur baal aysabas, and then he was bail that daughter, v'chazur zakein, and then the zakein, meaning this first avikachavim's father, came, ubala, and he was bail that daughter, v'halinu manabanim, and he had children from her. So the first nanju in this equation is all in one. He's her father, but also her brother, because he was born from the same mother she was, and here's her husband, because he was bail her. Case number six, she says, anava at achi, you and I are siblings, anava vuch achi, I and your father are siblings, anav imech achi, I and your mother are siblings, mishkach how do we have that? But Avikacham ha'bal imai, Avikacham was bail his mother, v'halid men ashtebanis, he had two daughters from that, v'chaz rubal achzmehen, and he was bail one of them, v'halid men abandoned had a son from her, v'karilea chase de ima, v'karmilea hachi. So he's called the sister of his mother, and he's being told this. And the final case, a person says, anav at b'nei ache, you and I are the children of siblings, anav avuch b'nei ache, your father and I are the children of siblings, and anav imach b'nei ache, your mother and I are the children of siblings. How do we have such a case? We can have this even in the case of Heter. How do we have this in the case of Heter? Reuven had two daughters. And Shimon, Reuven's brother, went and married one of his daughters. That's permitted. And then the son of Levi, which means he's a nephew of Reuven and Shimon. He went and he married the other daughter. And this is what Shimon's son can say to Levi's grandson. And now moving on to brand new Mishnah, we're going to be dealing with two concepts over here. Number one, when a ger undergoes geras, he's considered like a brand new child and he has no relation to anyone whom we consider his father, mother, brother, sister. Since he's like a brand new child, he doesn't have any relation to them. That's number one. Now number two, when dealing with non-Jews, we're only Miyache's children after the mother, but not the father. And why is that? Because we assume that all non-Jews are Mizana and therefore these children are very possibly from a different man, not necessarily her husband. We can be Miyache's them after the mother because we know that she was pregnant with them, but we can't assume that they're her husbands, so we can't be Miyache's them after their father. So now the mission tells us, a woman who's Megayer and her children were Megayer with her. They're not allowed to do Chalitza or Yibam. If one of them dies, his brother's not able to do Yibam or Chalitza. Number one, because we could say Hagershin is Gar Kikat and Shanel Adami, so they're not considered like brothers, so there's no Yibam or Chalitza. And we're also going to say there's no Yibam, even if the mother was Megayer when they were still in the mother's stomach. This is even if the conception of the first son was done Shalai Begdusha, meaning the mother was not Megayer yet. However, by the time he was born, the mother was Megayer. And the second one, he was conceived and born Bigdusha, meaning his mother was already a Jew by the time he was conceived. Nonetheless, there are only Miyuchas after the mother, not the father, and we know that brothers from the same mother do not do Yibam, only brothers from the same father. And same thing with a Shivcha, a non-Jewish maidservant, her children were released along with her. When these Avadim are released, they become full-fledged Yidin, but they are not considered like their brothers. And the Gemara says, B'nei Yudan Amasa, the sons of Yudan, the non-Jewish maidservant, Ishtachur, they were freed, and now they became Yidin. Sharlhu Ravachab Ryakov, the mints of Nashi Dadadi, Ravachab allowed them to marry each other's wives. And there's nothing to do with Yibam, this is just Gershon is Gar, Kikon Shanela Dami. Normally, Rava, Rava told him, Harav Shishas Asar, Rav Shishas says that it's Asar. Armelais, Rav Achabriakiv told him, Who Asar, Rav Shishas Asar, is Vanosharina, but I permit it. And now the Gemara analyzes what the Machlaika says. If these brothers have the same non Jewish father, but not the same mother, everyone agrees that they're allowed to marry each other's wives. Why is that? Because we know they're not from the same mother, and everyone knows that what's happening here is not Yibam, it's simply two men that have no halacha gichas to each other, so one is allowed to marry the other's wife. If they share the same mother, not the same father, 
everyone agrees that it would be usher. That's because they're minyochas after the mother and brothers from the same mother cannot do yibum. They share the same father and the same mother. Mandashari, the one that allows them to marry each other's wives, that's because Basar Abishadinon, we follow only the father and not the mother. That's because they're called the sons of Mr. So and so. And since they're only Miyochas after the father, as we said, halachically, we don't consider that Yichas. Now that they became Gerim, they're Kakan Shanoila dummy, and therefore they're allowed to marry each other's wives. But Rav Shesha's Karlahu, Nami Bene Polinus, Rav Shesha says that people also call them the sons of Mrs. So and so. And if you're going to allow them to marry each other's wives, people are going to say, oh, we see that we're allowed to have Yibum in a case where we have two brothers from the same mother, because we know even by non Jews, brothers are Miyochas after the mother, and therefore Rav Shesha doesn't allow it. Now, some say, argues even when their brothers only from the same mother. And in my time, why would that be? Because Gershon is Gary, and therefore, even in that case, there would be nothing to suspect. Now, tonight we have in our Mishnah, a woman whose sons were Megayer with her, so there's no Chalitz or Yibam in that case. My time, why is that? Isn't because they're usher to marry each other? That's against Rav Achan, like Rav Shesha. So, Gemara says, that's not a Raya. What does the Mishnah mean? They don't even fit into the parsha of Chalitz or Yibam, and they're permitted to anyone, and they're permitted to each other also. Ask Gemara, how could that be? Vahakatani, our Mishnah said, Afilu, even in such and such a case. Now, if you want to say they're usher to each other, that's why it says Afilu. Even though the first one, his conception was not Bigdusha, but his birth was Bigdusha, and the second one, his conception and birth was Bigdusha, and it says if they have two different mothers, Afilu still it's usher, that makes sense. But if you want to say that our Mishnah is trying to tell us that they are allowed to marry each other's wives, my Afilu, what's the Afilu? Afilu seems to be telling us a case of Isser, not a case of Heter. So we answer, could be the Afagav that even though both of them were born Israel, and someone might confuse them with two people that were born as Jews from the same mother, and they might say, oh, we're allowed to have Yibam in such a case, even so in our case, sure, it would be permitted because consider like they have two different mothers. And Egedami, some say, it's logical to say the Sharu they're permitted like Afilu, because our Mishnah says Afilu. If you want to say that our Mishnah is trying to tell us something which is permitted, that's why it says Afilu. That even though both of them were born when the mother already underwent Geras, so it's considered Leda Bekdusha, and technically we might get confused with a case where two boys are born from the same mother, and she was a full-fledged Yid, and they were full-fledged Yidin, and it wasn't a case of Geras, even in that scenario, it's permitted. So it makes sense to say Afilu, but if you want to say we're talking about a case of Isser, my Afilu, why does the Mishnah use the word Afilu? So Gemara says, not a Raya, our Mishnah could be talking about a case of Isser, and even so, the word Afilu makes sense, because the Afagav, the Rishon Arasa, Shalai Begdusha, Begdusha, even though the first one's conception was Shalai Begdusha, and birth was Begdusha, and the second one's conception and birth was Begdusha. It's as if they have two separate mothers and they should be permitted to marry each other's wives. Still, it's Usr, so it wouldn't necessarily have a riot from our Mishnah. It could be that we're talking about Isr, it could be we're talking about Heter. And the word Afilu would make sense in each case. So, Gemara attempts a riot, Tashma. Now we have an attempted riot for Avsheshes. We have a Bryce that says, Two brothers which are twins and they're Gerim, which means they have the same father and mother. Or we have two brothers that are twins that were freed slaves. No chalitza, no yibum, vein chayav mishum eshes ach, and there is no isra of eshes ach. Let's say they were conceived shalai bikdusha, but the birth was bikdusha because the mother did garrison interim. No chalitza or yibum, aval chayav mishum eshes ach. There is a isra of eshes ach over here. Let's say their conception and their birth was bikdusha. So then they're considered like full fledged Israelim. Now, what's attempted right for eshes? Katani mias, at any rate, we learned that this brysa, ain chayav mishum eshes ach. They're not chay because of eshes ach. What do we see from here? There is no chiyuv. They're not going to be punished. But implies that there is an iser. So it seems to be like Rav Shesha said it's usher and a question on Rav 
Amar Yaakov. So Gemara says, no, there's no raya from there. We could say that there isn't even an Isra and they are allowed to marry each other's wives. But I had to buy Seifa. Since we have to say the Seifa, Avol Chayavin, that they are Chayav, Tanami Resha, Ein Chayavin, we say in the Resha that they're not Chayav. But the Ein Chayavin in the Resha doesn't mean that it's Usr. The Ein Chayavin in the Resha is really just because of what it says in the Seifa, and the Resha would be 100% permitted. So we don't necessarily have a raya for of Sheshis against Ravachabayakai from this Brysa. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continuing to talk about this. For now, Everyone should have a wonderful day.